In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome back again after our technical difficulties. As I mentioned to you before, today we celebrate the feast of St. Columkill or St. Columba. And uh, I especially ask you to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Michelle Torley, whose funeral will take place uh, today, later on today, and uh, she'll be buried uh, at Westburn Cemetery. I ask you especially to remember her mum and dad and our sisters and brother and our partner and children and our family and all our friends who grieve her in these days. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of Mercy, Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of Mercy, Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth and the life, Lord of Mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you own are the Holy One, you own are the Lord, you own are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Pour into our hearts, O Lord, we pray, a longing for heavenly glory, and grant that we may come bearing in our hands sheaves of justice, to where the holy abbot St. Columba shines with you, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. It makes me happy to suffer for you, as I am suffering now, and in my own body to do what I can to make up all that is still to be undergone by Christ for the sake of his body, the Church. I became the servant of the Church when God made me responsible for delivering God's message to you, the message which was a mystery, hidden for generations and centuries, and has now been revealed to his saints. It was God's purpose to reveal it to them and to show all the rich glory of this mystery to pagans. The mystery is Christ among you, your hope of glory. This is the Christ we proclaim. This is the wisdom in which we thoroughly train everyone and instruct everyone, to make them all perfect in Christ. It's for this I struggle wearily on, helped only by his power driving me irresistibly. The word of the Lord. You are my inheritance, O Lord. Preserve me, Lord, I take refuge in you. I say to the Lord, you are my God. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. 
I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel, who even at night directs my heart. I keep the Lord ever in my sight, since he is at my right hand, I shall stand firm. And you will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right hand happiness forever. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus was setting out on a journey when a man ran up, knelt before him and put this question to him. Good Master, what must I do to gain eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You must not kill, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, you must not bring false witnesses, you must not defraud, honour your father and mother. And he said to him, Master, I have kept all these from my earliest days. Jesus looked steadily at him and loved him, and he said, There is one thing you lack, go and sell everything you own and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But his face fell at these words, and he went away sad, for he was a man of great wealth. Jesus looked round and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded by these words, but Jesus insisted. My children, he said, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. They were more astonished than ever. In that case, they said to one another, who can be saved? And Jesus gazed at them. For men and women, he said, it's impossible, but not for God, because everything is possible for God. Peter took this up, and what about us, he asked him, we have left everything and followed you. And Jesus said, I tell you solemnly, there is no one who has left house, brother, sisters, father, children, or land for the sake, for my sake and for the sake of the gospel, who will not be repaid a hundred times over houses, brothers, sisters, mother, children, land, not without persecutions, now, in this present time, and in the world to come, eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Most of you that probably know anything about St Columbert or St Columkill will probably identify him as an Irish saint, but in many ways he's very much a Scottish saint. Of course, his uh, roots uh, lie in Ireland. Um, um, we know that he may have belonged to a special and privileged family, um, probably some kind of tribal leader uh, was his father. But whatever the truth of that is, we do know that he founded some of the most significant monasteries of the time in Ireland probably was very well known. 
But we know that uh, what happened then that was a, a dispute. And it seems to have been because either St Columba stole or wouldn't return a book uh, that belonged to somebody else. And the book was believed to have belonged to a man called Fintan of Moville, uh, probably a Bible or a text. And it doesn't seem very significant to us, but uh, he either wouldn't return it or he stole it from them. So much so that a, a kind of war broke out uh, against different these different groups uh, and the, it was held that St Columba himself or St Columbkill was responsible for all of this and then he was kind of vanquished, um, uh, sent out on a boat with, with some of his uh, followers, if you like, onto the high seas. And the place that he came to was Iona, a very remote uh, island, uh, as it still is today, uh, off the coast of the w west of Scotland. Of course, if you know the history itself, then this was not Scotland, uh, but that part of Scotland was recognised to be a part of Ireland, uh, that, what was called the Dalriada. Uh, so in a certain sense, he was in the same kind of land, even though there was a a stretch of water between them. But it seems uh, certain that he was kind of sent into exile into this small kind of island. And there he set up a monastery which became famous over the centuries. Famous because it was a place of great prayer but also a place of great learning as well. And many of the, the monks that were uh, in the monastery uh, in different times went to different places, to Scotland, to England, and to the continent itself. And these were men of great learning. Not only were they able to read and write, uh, but also they were able to give wise and good advice and counsel. And they were responsible in many ways for the spread of Christianity to different areas of Scotland and England, and also the continent itself. So there are significant figures and, and this, this monastery so remote itself on this island became very in influential in the spread of Christianity in those times and obviously in the times that came after because very often the monastery itself founded other monasteries and centres of learning that were so important uh, for the spread of Christianity but also for the developments of people also in those lands. So in strange kind of way, by a strange act of providence, uh, Columba himself, who is exiled to this land, uh, became so important uh, to many lands. We know about him that he was a man of deep prayer and deep faith as well. And of course, he was able to communicate that to others in, in, in so many different ways, to the monks, to all those that came to, to visit the island and the monastery itself. Along with St Ninian, he is regarded to be the founder or the kind of one who brings the gospel to the, the lands of Scotland. So he's regarded to be very important to all Scottish people. Our own kind of lineage, if you like, is traced back to people like Columba and also to St Ninian as well. Today as we celebrate the Mass, uh, this Mass itself was especially offered uh, for Michelle Torley, who died just uh, a short while ago. 
and we remember her with great fondness in our prayers and in our Mass today. Remember her parents and her, her family who grieve her and her many friends as well. She was a very kindly girl, a very open girl, very generous in so many different ways, a great mother to her own children as well. And today uh, we're sad because her life has been short in so many ways and yet she leaves a legacy of kindness and goodness uh, behind her, uh, which will not be forgotten. And one of the things that we very often say on these occasions is that love itself remains, doesn't it? We don't stop loving that person. Uh, we don't stop thinking about them. We don't stop being concerned about them. We don't stop thinking about uh, their life and the difference that it's made uh, to all of our lives. And so it is with Michelle herself. We think of all the blessings that have come in so many ways to so many people through her life. She'll not be forgotten, she'll always be remembered, people will always love her uh, and have a special place in their hearts uh, for her too. And today as the funeral takes place at uh, Westburn Cemetery and as this Mass itself is being offered for her, it's done in this uh, great feast of St Columba and we can think that Columba uh, and all the saints in a special way will welcome her to that place uh, where all of our destinations are, uh, to heaven itself, where there's no more sadness, there's no more difficulties, the trials and disappointments are left behind, and the warmth of God's house, the table that he has for us, the chairs that he sets for us, are all ready for us, and that we can expect the greatest of welcomes, uh, into the Father's home. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant those who approach your altar, O Lord, that the spirit of devotion with which the blessed Abbot Columba was in fire, so that pure of heart and fervent of charity, we may offer you a worthy sacrifice. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For in the marvellous confession of your saints, you make your church fruitful with strength ever new and offer us sure signs of your love. And that your saving mysteries may be fulfilled, their great example lends us courage, their fervent prayers sustains us in all we do. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks as an exaltation we acclaim. Holy, 
holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Michelle, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who is united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. And we pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will 
who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. By the power of this sacrament, which we have received, renew our hearts, O Lord, so that by the example of the abbot, blessed Columba, being wise in the things above and not in the things of earth below, we may merit to appear in glory with Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. And we ask Mary's special protection in these days. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And especially for Michelle. Eternal rest grant unto her, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon her. May she rest in peace. And may her soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, Rest in peace. Amen. Tomorrow, the morning's Mass will start at quarter to nine uh, in order to accommodate uh, some of the funerals that I have uh, tomorrow. There'll be a funeral uh, at South Lanarkshire at uh, quarter to ten and then another one at eleven o'clock. Uh, and the Mass tomorrow especially will be uh, for Mary Gardner, uh, who whose funeral will take place at 11 uh, tomorrow. So please remember all of our parishioners uh, who have died, especially uh, over these days. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.